You're listening to Postpartum Pieces, a sub-series of the Mummy Republic podcast, featuring educational conversations with professionals to help you get through postpartum life the best you can. Today's topic is pregnancy and postpartum body image. I'm joined by qualified psychologist Courtney Wilton. Okay, Courtney, let's talk about body image. Now, we know that a woman's body goes through a lot of change during pregnancy and post-pregnancy. Um, and we're always, we're always educated on the physical side of things. But what do you commonly see when it comes to the emotional side of things, being a psychologist? Well, I think, I think we can all agree, Danny, that, um, you know, there's a whole range of emotions that a woman experiences in pregnancy and postpartum. Um, I know from personal experience, there was like, oh, you know, there was frustration, anger, grief, resentment, <laughs> gratitude and yeah. acceptance. And I think, yeah, it's a whole myriad of emotions and it can be quite tumultuous. It's almost like going through puberty a second time in terms of emotions sometimes. But I think there's a whole range of, I guess it depends on the context, you know, coming into pregnancy and that sort of thing. Um, I know from like my own experience, for example, is a very much wanted pregnancy that took quite a long time. Um, so it's, but it's also, I guess, conflicting emotions. Like for me, in terms of body image, there was, there was gratitude because it was something I'd so much wanted and was looking forward to, but it's also this like, oh, wow, your body's changing without your control. And if you're someone that, you know, is very used to being in control or aware of your body, it can be very, very triggering. It can be quite difficult, I think, is particularly in those early stages of pregnancy when, no one really, if you don't tell them, they don't know that you're pregnant and it just looks like bloating, it can be quite uncomfortable. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, the emotional side, I mean, obviously every person, you know, is different, but I think it can, yeah, there's a whole range of emotions and, you know, you could go through 10 emotions in one day sort of thing. So, um, <laughs> On top yeah. of the normal hormones as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think it's, um, yeah, it can be, you know, it's obviously a wonderful time, but it's also... You know, there's grieving your old body, your pre-baby body, and then after your, um, you know, particularly sometimes also some women love being pregnant. And then when they give birth and you're just kind of left, you know, with your post-baby body, you grieve that bump and those feelings and that sort of thing. So, mm. yeah, I think it's a very interesting area because body image obviously is very it's something that most women do grapple with, you know, and that's on a spectrum. Some are very um, aware of their body image some like are quite neutral that sort of thing and depending on where you are on that spectrum going into pregnancy can depend on how you feel during and after um yeah and I think also like first trimester to third trimester can also be quite tricky I know I probably felt the best about my own body by the time you know just probably mid third trimester when the bump is quite prominent you dress your bump like you can be quite proud of it and then you lose it and then you're kind of stuck in this body that feels a bit foreign straight away after. Absolutely. And it's it's quite a shift too because even when you give birth, your body doesn't go straight back to normal. It takes some time and I think a lot of people don't realise that, that you can still even look pregnant for a couple of weeks after or, or for some women, you know, months. Everybody is so different. Um, I want to touch back on what you said before around grief. And I think that that's such a really powerful word when it comes to this topic, because we're 
I think as a society, we can be quite dismissive of the changes that a woman goes through emotionally when it comes to her pregnancy. How would you, I guess, recognize that grief if that is something that's happening to you when it comes to your body post or or during pregnancy? I think, first of all, it's acknowledging it and, you know, realizing that this is what it is and accepting that or, you know, working on accepting it and normalizing it and going, that's okay. You know, like we, you know, there's talk about grieving your pre-baby life and, you know, what your life was like before you become a mom. But what about grieving what your body was like before you had a baby? You might have been super fit. You may not have been. Like it doesn't really matter. But your body is never really ever going to be the same after you've had a baby. You know, you've housed a little person for nine months. You grew a human. Like that's amazing. And I think that's the thing is like that grief is that that's okay. And I think, as you said, it's not something it's ever really, you know, spoken about. And I think if you're able to acknowledge it, identify, acknowledge, and then sit with it, um, that could be quite powerful and going, okay, well, you know, I'm never going to get that body back, but our bodies are meant to change throughout life. Like we're not going to look like we did when we were, you know, like you think you look at your little baby, they're not going to look like that for the rest of their life. Their body changes daily. And that's something, you know, it's an, yeah, we're always constantly evolving, but I think, you know, sitting and accepting that grief um, is definitely one way of, you know, working through that. Yeah, absolutely. And and like you said, it is a, it's an evolution like anything with motherhood. Um mm. and I think we don't we don't acknowledge that enough. How do you suggest we deal with the comparison game because you open up your Instagram and you know there's all these women who gave birth 5 minutes ago and they're rocking around in their active wear. It's it's really hard to not compare bodies how would you recommend we tackle that from a mental or emotional point of view that is a tricky one and I know I've definitely succumbed to it um I think you know like we do with a lot of other things relating to bodies or you know um is unfollow those that don't bring you joy unfollow block or even if you just unfollow or you know you can ignore or put on pause for a certain amount of time until you're in a different space but and also, I think it's because I know, you know, I remember, I think I was about four weeks postpartum and um, oh, I'm trying to think what one of the bachelor couples had just had their, she'd had her second baby roughly the same time as I had my daughter. And, you know, so we're roughly the same time. And she posted a photo four weeks postpartum and it looked phenomenal. And I just immediately felt like shit. Um, and I think from that, I was like, okay, well, I need to maybe either like stop looking, stop going on social media, which is hard to do, (laughs) but I think it's unfollow or look for different, you know, I think there was a really good hashtag I came across was take back postpartum. Um, and that was just, it was about real postpartum bodies and which is, you know, there's more and more coming on, you know, people in their mesh undies showing what their tummy looks like immediately after birth, two weeks after birth. And I think that can be really helpful. But it's also, it's you know, it's about, okay, well, is this space for me to be watching? Is it is it triggering? If it's not, well, that's great. But if it is, then maybe take a step back and go, what do I need in this moment? And maybe that's like to unfollow, you know, or put on pause those accounts until you are in a better spot. It is about doing what's right for you because it might, may have absolutely nothing to do with the person that you're following, but it's just sitting with your own feelings and recognizing that that's perhaps a trigger for you. Um, What about people in real life? Because 
you know, if you've got a, a friend or a family member who's given birth around the same time as you, you can't unfollow them. So how would you, how would you deal with that? I, I think that's the same thing. And it's the same even during pregnancy. Everyone's comparing, oh, you know, your bump's bigger, your bump's smaller, or your, you know, and it's that constant comparison game. And I think particularly in um pregnancy, it's like anyone can make a comment on your body, you know, like your body's like mm. open fire for anyone. Like the comments I had about was just almost atrocious. Like, you know, and there would be days where I was just like so upset. I mean, these people just making these weird comments. And postpartum, at least, people don't typically, you know, comment. But then there are the, oh, well, you don't even look like you've had a baby. And that could be very triggering for mum next door who might have had a baby a year ago sort of thing. But I think it's just, that is really, that's a hard one. And I guess it's about, hopefully, you're within a, you know, you've got supports around you that accept you and love you no matter what. And also that you know that you, you know your body has just done an amazing thing um and everybody is different you know even if we all ate and did the same exercise we would all look different and I think having a baby sometimes I know I don't know how many people I've said this to when they've commented on my daughter's size well adults come in all shapes and sizes so do babies and that's not a bad thing like you know that's just what human nature is like and I think if we can somehow bring it back to that and go okay well I'm on my journey and you do you and you know just everyone just be you know everyone's given birth like that's freaking amazing that's a a massive point as well is that each birth is so different um Mm -hmm. I, I know for me I I had a natural birth with natural you know um Peyton came vaginally and then with Archer I had to have a c-section and one of the big things that I struggled with is around my scar there was there was like a little layer of fat yeah. um, at the top of it, and 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 it's interesting because I you know didn't didn't have that with my first experience, and and I you know didn't take good care of myself immediately after birth because Archer was in NICU, but I remember googling. I googled everything because I had never ever heard of this, and nobody I knew who had had a C section spoke about like this little. Shelf? this little layer or shelf of yeah. fat and I oh my like, god me too and it was what? I think I was six weeks and I caught up with a friend who because I had an elective Caesar and she she was on her second elective and she was like yeah it's a c-section shelf didn't you know about it I was like no no one is talking no. about this and where the bloody hell and I've actually I've actually written some stuff and I'm I'm gonna post about it um but it's I seriously just it's that kind of thing that we do. We compare and we go, well, what's wrong with me? What what did I not do right? Or what am I not doing right? And half the time, there's so many other people in the same boat as you. It's just maybe we're not verbalizing it enough. No, and I think that's something. I mean, my sister had one. She never told me about it. Another close girlfriend had had one, didn't tell me about it. And when I asked her later on, she's like, yeah, I've got that. And I was like, oh, Okay. But I remember I did the same thing. I was Googling images to try and see if mine was worse or better than other people's. And it was like, I even looked up C-section scar reduction, like massage to try and see if you could reduce it. And it's like, I just kind of have to accept it now that that's kind of how my tummy is just going to look. You can't even see, like if you're wearing a bikini, you can't see it, but it's, yeah. it just sits there and you're like, this is so weird. Yeah, well, I was f- finally my um, massage therapist said, no, no, this is normal. And I think I started crying because I thought, yeah. I have been so hard on myself for this tiny, stupid, little layer of fat 
And it's, yeah, it's completely normal. And I think that's probably a good lesson for anything to do with body image. You know, it is, it is really important for women not to feel alone in this. Um, and I think it is, you know, we're getting better at communicating it and there's a lot more raw discussions. But is there something that you would see commonly post-baby that women struggle with in terms of body image? I think it's that your body, A, doesn't look like it, you know, appears to look like on social media, like the fact that our bodies don't just bounce back. It doesn't conform to the ideal grieving your pre-baby body and also like pelvic floor issues, you know, and that can, and how I guess, you know, you add on top of if you're sleep deprived, you've possibly got like a bit of baby and, you know, postpartum anxiety, which, you know, to a certain extent, most moms all do, um, whether or not it's at a diagnosable level or not, or depression, you know, the baby blues, all of that is going to impact how you see yourself and sleep deprivation just amplifies that. But also if you're having pelvic floor issues, you know, like, you know, if you're paying yourself, if you're laughing or squatting or something like that, that's not going to be great either. And once again, pelvic floor, like that should just be a mandatory, you know, your six-week checkup, you should be seeing a physio as well just to double check all of that because that has impacts on what you can do from a fitness perspective, a physical perspective. And that also then can correlate into, you know, how you feel about yourself and how you feel about your body. The resentment, I guess, would come from, okay, because I had a prolapse with my birth or something or I've busted something, that you know, this is my body's broken sort of thing. As a psychologist, do you have any particular strategies around dealing with, you know, we spoke about grief before, but the resentment because I think sometimes people may get concerned that it might affect their relationship with their child because it's had such an impact on them emotionally and physically. Do Mm. you have any strategies you'd recommend? I think it's having a little bit of self-compassion for yourself and that's obviously easier said than done. But, you know, sitting, as I said, with the grief, you know, trying to identify what you are feeling and the resentment isn't necessarily about the baby, but it might be about your birth and, you know, birth trauma is a whole other topic and, you know, that can have massive impacts as well and the resentment towards, acknowledging okay well maybe it's about how the baby came out or you know the you know the baby I don't know whatever it might be not necessarily the baby itself but you know how identifying what that is and then going you know it's okay to have these feelings it doesn't mean you're a bad mom it doesn't mean you don't love your child it just means that like if you broke your leg I don't know playing soccer or something you would be resentful about playing so you should, oh I shouldn't have done that you know blah 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 the same sort of thing and it's it's just being yeah having a bit being kind to yourself and being gentle and going okay well this you know what can we do to try and move forward and solve this sort of thing and just sitting with it and yeah just being gentle I think we're so hard on ourselves as mums you know for a whole mm-hmm. multitude of things um and you know like your body's you know grown a baby for nine months and then given birth however it may have been and then the recovery post-birth I don't think any particularly any of us in the western cultures rest as much as we need to or should and give yourself some compassion for what you've been able to do and then I think something that I sometimes you know if I'm having a bad body day or whatever I look at my little girl and I think she doesn't care like I'm just her mom like I'm her whole world at the moment she doesn't care that I've you know got a little bit of layer of fat on my tummy from you know having her or I feel flabby or whatever it might be. She doesn't care. Like she just looks at you and she loves you no matter what. And I 
And I think sometimes it's like we've got to remember that as well. Absolutely. And it's funny, I was just about to ask you from a personal perspective how you deal with that because, you know, being a mum yourself, you can know all of these psychological strategies and emotionally, you know, what you're going through and dealing with, but it can be hard to put it into practice when you're in that moment. Um, Oh, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it is, we're, we're so, we're so, so hard on ourselves. At what point would you suggest somebody does seek further help if they feel like they're, you know, spiraling, if they're always going into these modes where they're just comparing themselves or they've got that grief or they've got that resentment, at what point would you suggest maybe talking to someone a bit further? I think if that, you know, if you try some like journaling, for example, I think try all those sort of strategies, the self-talk, you know, try to reframe some of the negative thought patterns in having that compassion. If that's not working and you're just, you're still finding your thoughts consumed by negativity and feeling low then I definitely think it's worth reaching out and you know either seeking some help there's plenty of things you know online or speaking to your GP but I think if it's taking you away from mummy duties or whatever else you know like work you know personally if it's having an impact on you significantly I think that's when you probably need to reach out and you know sometimes just having one or two sessions or a chat with someone doesn't even have to be a professional it could be a friend or someone just to acknowledge that I'm not going crazy and sometimes these you know other people have them as well because I you know like mother's groups for sometimes can be really helpful like you know some mum might bring up a topic and you're like oh goodness thanks so that's how I've been feeling depending on what you know I guess pathway you go through during your pregnancy I definitely think there needs to be at least a check-in and go how are you feeling and also postpartum you know, a couple of, you know, people said that postpartum isn't even about the mums, it's about the babies. And that's where it goes wrong too, because it should be about both. We've become mothers. That's not just a overnight thing. It's a journey that continues to evolve. And I think it's, yeah, it impacts on us at all levels and checking in about how we feel about our body pre and post baby, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally is all very important. I couldn't agree more. I think there is a massive disconnect and Mm. majority of mums that you speak to will feel that. And I think it is important to where you can arm yourself with that knowledge around, you know, what, what options are available to you. So as you touched on before, you know, chat to your GP, there's mental health plans and things that you can discuss from there to get that extra help. Um, But thank you so much for joining me today. I'm going to pop all of your information into the show notes so that if anybody wants to reach out, they can do so. But I really, really appreciate you taking the time to talk through this because I think it's a really important topic. So thank you again. Well, thank you for having me because yes, I, you know, it is something I'm very passionate about. And, you know, now on the other side of my daughter's 14 months now, I think it's something I'm definitely wanting to work in. I think being on the other side a little bit, having a lived experience, I think it makes you realize how much, as you said, of a disconnect there is sometimes for mums and, you know, and knowing it's okay to talk about and you're not alone if you have weird feelings or you're googling images about what your tummy looks like like it's all perfectly yeah. normal and we all just <laughs> we all to, do it yeah and it's just about being gentle and kind on ourselves we've all pregnancy and giving birth is just an amazing regardless of how you do it um yeah we're all super women be gentle on yourselves I think oh amazing advice and please make sure that you do be gentle on yourself so so important yeah. thank you again Courtney really appreciate having you on
That's all right. Thank you so much. Such an important topic and one that I'm sure resonated with most of you. There were a few things that I took away from today's conversation, but most importantly, that it's actually okay to grieve your pre-pregnancy or your pregnancy body. Your body will change after birth. It's grown a human. It's a magical, wonderful, amazing thing, but it does, of course, change you physically. The key is to acknowledging and working on accepting and normalizing those feelings and finding a way to accept yourself in the way that you are now. Remembering that most importantly to your children, you are perfect. It's also important not to compare. It's very easy to get caught up in the comparison game, but it's not going to serve you. So if you need to unfollow, distance or remove yourself from certain situations, that's okay to do. You have to put your mental health first. Even Courtney, as a trained psychologist, found this space a little bit difficult. So if that can give you comfort that it is a normal behavior and that it's a normal process, then I truly hope that it does. I've popped all of her details into the show notes for a point of call. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that you can join me next week as well. If you're on Instagram, head on over to at Mummy Republic Podcast for more information on the postpartum sub-series and the main podcast and the guests that are involved. Thank you so much for joining me and I look forward to speaking with you next time.